Welcome to the FarmSafe podcast brought to you by the Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health. In the blink of an eye, an injury can change your life and your farm forever. During each episode, we share firsthand stories and real life tips for making safer and healthier decisions while on the farm. In this episode, we wrap up our series on winter hazards. We've talked about how cold weather gear can help protect against frostbite and hypothermia and how to prevent falls on ice. Today, we're going to talk about what to include in cold weather safety trainings. Our guest today is Dr. Maristella Robai, a veterinarian and assistant professor and extension dairy specialist at South Dakota State University. Dr. Robai develops extension programs and assists dairy producers in training dairy workers. Today, we're going to talk about cold weather tips to incorporate into trainings to help dairy workers in the workplace and at home. Winter can be challenging for dairy workers who have to take care of livestock 24-7, and it can be especially challenging for immigrant workers coming from warmer climates and may not be prepared for Midwest winters. Hopefully, the tips we share in this podcast are also relevant and helpful for anyone moving to the upper Midwest from warmer climate. My name is Maricela Rovai. I'm originally from Brazil. I have been studying for 12 years in Spain before coming here to South Dakota. I have been here for seven years now. I'm a veterinarian by training. And my work primarily here at SDSU is to work with their industry personnel. And uh, I do a lot of trainings to the workforce. And I help troubleshooting milk quality aspects with dairy producers. And also I uh, teach some courses at SDSU related to lactation physiology. And we start also a few years ago with dairy Spanish to the students to get acquainted with Spanish words used at a dairy farm. In winter, dairy workers are exposed to cold temperatures and cold weather hazards like ice, snow, and sleet. I asked Dr. Rovai to talk about why these hazards may be especially challenging for immigrant workers new to the dairy industry. One of the primary things that the workers face during winter time is that winter here in the northern part lasts long than what we can even imagine. In our countries of origin, we might have really mild temperatures like it's here in late spring. And it's just for a short period of time. So here we are talking in the Midwest about five months winter time. And uh, we, and I, and I say we because I'm a Latino myself, I'm from Brazil, and we are not used to this type of weather. And then is when we see accidents happening because rules are different, you know, culture is different. So uh, it's important for us to know we cannot ask them to know something that they don't know. They were not raised, you know, under these circumstances. I think that's an important point. If you haven't had to be out in this weather before, it's hard to know how to prepare for it, uh, what clothes to wear, how to drive your car on icy roads, how to walk on ice. Uh, these are things we might take for granted when we've lived in these conditions for a long time. I do want to talk about this resource that you shared with us. Um, it's Cold Weather Tips for Dairy Farmers. It's a web page, and I will link to it in the uh, episode resources because I think it's really helpful. It has tips on what to wear, how to drive safely, how to prepare a house or a trailer for winter. You also include temperature conversions, so Celsius to Fahrenheit, and lists of common words and expressions with English and Spanish translations, things like black ice, wind chill, and feels like temperatures. 
Yes, because, you know, we always tell them, you know, please uh, listen to the weather service. But then you have vocabulary that we are not used to that. Or I say, you know, blizzard is coming, you know, protect yourself. And what is blizzard? You know, what is that involving? So it's, it's really important. And then other thing that we are not used to is the feeling temperature. You have the actual temperature. So I check outside and I say, okay, minus 22 degrees Celsius, you know, but the feeling is 33 negative. So it's, it's huge. With wind chill, it's something that we really need to take care of also because sometimes, you know, we don't understand. For me, when I when I came here and when I talk to employees, they, they don't understand what is wind chill. You know, why I need to protect my nose, my ears. So those something that we need to explain them. Once they understand what is going on, they will take better care. And one thing with Latinos is that we need to understand the why. We don't, and I say we, because I'm in that pool of people that don't tell me what to do. Explain me why. So to understand that too is really important, how to protect, why we need to cover our ears and don't go outside when you have, when chill, try to protect yourself the best you can. Dr. Obai shared a story about a recent encounter she had with someone who just traveled to South Dakota to begin work on a dairy farm. Yesterday when I, I got back from Brazil, so I was waiting for a friend to pick me up and there was a guy sitting next to me on flip-flops, a really thin coat, you know, no gloves, nothing. And it was yesterday, really, 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 really cold. He asked me if I could help in Spanish. So he was lucky that I could speak Spanish. And I said, so where are you coming from? He said, Nicaragua. It was 7 p.m. And he was at the airport since 2 p.m. waiting for someone. And he's coming to work at a dairy farm with no winter clothes. And the poor guy, it was like, you know, really, really, really cold because it just, he didn't have. And, you know, this, you don't expect when you're coming for the first time. You don't expect this cold. Thank you for sharing that. I think that helps to illustrate these points that you've been making and flip-flops. And that makes me cold just thinking about it. So what are some of the key points to include in winter safety training? Do you have a lot of great information on your page, but let's just give some highlights. So we need waterproof shoes that they can be protected of the cold temperatures and the wet temperatures. And I had employees that work with calves. And when the calves leave the farm, the hutches needs to be clean. And it's really low temperatures. They need to really clean with water. And the employees get wet. They need really to take care of that. The time of the day that they're doing that and how they're doing that and what they are wearing also with clothes and shoes. It's important. If you are wet during working time, you are not going to work well. You might work that day, but the next day you will not. I think that the other uh, important point too is to be hydrated, to drink enough water during the day, to make sure that all your organs are working well and to avoid alcohol as much as you can. 
And for the dairy farm employees, I had many employees that talk to us and they say, you know, uh, I have alcohol here with me because it makes me feel warm and that is wrong. They don't understand that that warm feeling is just for a really short period of time and uh, they were going to lose the body temperature, in fact. Farmers and employees should know that. And even though it's basic, I think that is good to refresh the employees, the importance of not to drink alcohol, of eating, bringing to the farm things with, that will give them high energy. You know, we're going to be hungry, you know, most of the time. And also for the farmers to provide to those employees maybe some more breaks for them to get that energy back. And, and drink warm beverages as coffee or tea that's going to bring that warm feeling, but they will not lose body temperature and explain to them why they need to wear warm clothes, not really tight for not interrupting the blood flow and the waterproof boots. All of that is important. And one thing that's really interesting, you know, we never, never thought about having things in our car and how that's important to have those supplies, you know, that emergency kit in our cars or to drive because farm employees always they are like, I don't have money. I don't have money. You know, I need to save money. So they are running the cart with really low gas level. And no, you cannot. You never know what may happen. And also cell phones, you know, they need to be full charged. It's really important. I think that one important message here is that even though you think that's basic, tell them. Tell them, explain, get a time, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, get the people together and explain the basics. I know we've heard from employers at some of the shows we've gone to that have said, you know, we do training on site, but I don't always know what to include. So I like that your trainings cover these situations both in and out of the workplace. Dr. Ravai also went on to highlight the importance of communication between employers and employees when talking about these hazards and implementing prevention strategies. Trying to perform some of the tasks during time of the day that you have better temperatures, a little bit warmer temperatures, you be smart to do. I know that sometimes you cannot because you have that daily schedule, but if you can reorganize. And I think that one important thing here is communication. That's key. Even though, you know, the employees say, no, 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 I don't have anything to do. Sit with them. Ask them. Ask their input. Let them talk. What do they would like? You know, I'm feeling really cold during the day. If I have maybe a few breaks more to drink a cup of coffee, 10 minutes, that's going to improve their working task. So I think that that is important. Communication is key. Another important piece of your training includes an overview of frostbite and hypothermia, what those are and how to recognize the symptoms. Oh, yes. I think that is really important and not only to recognize in, in ourselves, but to recognize in our colleagues, because we might know what to do and the other not, but we are recognizing the problem that's it's happening. Safety trainings is really important in a way to recognize. Yeah, I remember a few years ago, we had some farm work well, on the research side, but I was working with employees and we need to perform blood sampling and the animals and outside, it was insane. 
you know, we got our fingers really frozen and we we need to perform blood sampling in one animal, go to protect ourselves, come back outside again and not continue straight, you know, even wearing gloves and everything. So it's really important to protect and to know the signs. Yeah, because I think a lot of times people think I just need to finish this task, right? And you don't realize that you really do need that break, even if you're wearing your gear. Things here that comes back to that communication point, because I work a lot with farm employees and most of the time communication is not flowing. Because not because they cannot open up to their supervisors, because they don't have the way to do that sometimes. And they're afraid that how I'm going to tell my supervisor that my hand is, is hurting because of the cold. You know, he's going to tell me that I'm weak. Many times we hear that, you know, I cannot I cannot share that. They will, they will say that I'm weak and not. So it's why both parts need to get together and talk. Please, this is important. These signs are important and you may get sick. Please share that. Once they feel comfortable with that, they will share because they might be afraid of not performing that task, that there will be consequences. They will lose their jobs. And it's not that. I'm 100% sure that farmers will understand and they will schedule differently. You know, they will manage those tasks during winter in a different way if they share what is going on. And I think that also have safety trainings during winter, for example, and and even other periods of the year, maybe a safety training covering a little bit of everything. And during this period of the year, leave a brochure, leave something for them in their break room that they will see the information there. If they don't know how to read, bring something with pictures or some, even though knowing how to read, they are tired at their breaks. So bring something with images, diagrams. It will call their attention. That's important. And if, you know, those producers, they have monitors in their break rooms. Fantastic. Have videos. We have many safety videos talking about those hazards during winter time. I think that lunch breaks are lunch break and is their time. But uh, some producers, you know, they want the lunch break. So if it is lunch break and you want to talk 10 minutes, not more than that, bring candies, bring chocolate, something, you know, and talk. They will be paying attention to you those 10 minutes. Talk about winter, you know, bring those important topics. These are all great suggestions. Don't assume that workers unfamiliar with Midwest winters understand the risks of cold exposure. Communicate to those not familiar with the cold about both how and why the body needs energy to keep warm during our long cold winters. And don't assume that someone new to the area understands the language our reporters use to describe winter weather. Check out the links provided in the episode resources section of our website, which include links to the cold weather tips for dairy farmers that Dr. Revise developed. There are both English and Spanish versions of these web pages available. Listen in to the Farm Safe podcast to join in on the conversation about keeping safe on the farm. We want to hear from you. Share your stories about health and safety issues on the farm, about injuries that made you change the way you work, or about the ways you keep yourself and others safe. Also, let us know if there's questions you have or topics that you want to hear about on the air. 
You can visit our website at gpcah.org or email us. Original music for the Farm Safe podcast was written and performed by Ben Schmidt. This work was funded by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention as part of the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health's Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health.